presented by the Common Sense Institute. Welcome to Common Sense Digest, the podcast that seeks to inject a little common sense into Arizona's policy discussion. Here's your host, Earl Wright. Welcome to Season 3 of Common Sense Digest. When it comes to legislative proposals, ballot initiatives, or economic trends that could have a lasting impact on Coloradoans and the state economy, that's where we come in with unbiased facts and objective analysis. And we hope that the Common Sense studies and our podcasts help in you understanding all these issues. Common Sense Digest is our regularly occurring podcast featuring policy experts discussing Colorado's most pressing issues. Debuting the fourth Tuesday of each month, Common Sense Digest's lively discussions equip you with the most important tool to combat divisive partisanship and shrill rhetoric. How about just some common sense in that conversation? I'm Earl Wright, Chairman of Common Sense Institute. It's my pleasure today to share some of the exciting news with you. Common Sense Institute is expanding. We are launching in Arizona. It's my pleasure to introduce you to the team starting our chapter in Arizona. Joining me today is the CSI co-founder and our newly minted Arizona Board Chairman, Scott Martin, as well as Daniel Scarponato, who is a strategic advisor for CSI Arizona, Additionally, we'll speak with Glenn Farley, CSI's Arizona's Director of Policy, in the second part of this podcast. CSI employs the guiding principles of everyone who wants to understand free enterprise and its focus on the promotion of economic vitality and individual opportunity. At our core, we are guided by nonpartisan dynamic research. It's not an R or a D, it's nonpartisan dynamic research. CSI uses the unique REMI model in our research, which is a regional economic modeling program, a dynamic one, I might add, created to inform public of the quality quantitative analysis that can help them make public policy decisions. The Common Sense Institute was founded in Colorado over 10 years ago by a group of local business leaders, Scott being one of them, wanting to embrace the facts and our feelings about ballot box initiatives, as well as legislative issues affecting the state at large here in Colorado has been very effective. Those leaders have become tired of partisan rhetoric, arguments, non-decisive ways of making decisions. Instead, now they have a chance to embrace an approach from our research that is fair, nonpartisan, and engages in education rather than advocacy. In those 10 years, we produced countless reports on education, energy, healthcare, housing, jobs, and the economy, just to name a few. Additionally, we've taken our research to the capital steps to arm the legislators with the best comprehensive reports we can possibly produce. And on balance, they've appreciated it because we've given them information they didn't have oftentimes before to help make complicated decisions. In short, We bring common sense to complex state and local issues. After the 2020 election, Arizona was identified as a top swing state target for expansion due to the state's history of electing common sense leaders and new challenges like incredible growth in their population and in their economy. Many of our current board members call Arizona their second home. So the board synergy is something we have capitalized on. Lastly, Arizona was identified as a top target for CSI because there's no other nonpartisan think tank that can offer to the legislature, policymakers, and populace what we offer on the cutting edge here in Colorado in our research. As we assessed the landscape and met with leaders in the community, 
it was clear that there was a desire for facts and data to guide the decision-making in Arizona. And with that, I'd like to introduce Daniel Scarponato and Scott Martin. Thank you first. I'd like to say Scott, who is our board chair in CSI Arizona. Scott's been on the board of CSI Colorado since its inception, has recently made a jump from our Colorado chapter to our new chapter. Scott was raised in Arizona, now splits his time between his home in the Phoenix area and his home in Colorado. Scott has 40 years experience in the energy industry, currently works for Rivercrest Capital Management. Scott has founded and sold oil and gas companies to ExxonMobil, Sandridge, and Occidental. Scott, thanks for joining us today. Thank you, Earl, for the very nice introduction. I, I really appreciate it. Great to be with you all today. Excellent question. Why Arizona? Why now? We're at a crossroads now, similar to where Colorado was at a crossroads in 2008 as a swing state and a rapidly growing state. There is an immense need for evidence-based economic and legislative research to get the facts into the voters and legislators' hands before ballot initiatives are passed. We've been incredibly successful in our research, which I might add has been unimpeachable. Scott, do it. You're, you're in Arizona. We're starting something in Arizona. How do you see the experience you've had here in Colorado helping with regards to CSI Arizona? Well, as you know, Earl, I've, I've been CSI Colorado board for 10 years now, and uh, we've grown from a small enterprise into a significant change-making agent. I think we have to strike, so to speak, while the iron is hot in Arizona. And I am confident that my board and business experience will make me an effective leader of brand new board. But more than that, our success in Colorado, as you well know, has been due to the, our great board. And with the individuals we have lined up in Arizona, I know we have the same board leadership and culture in this new CSI. Well, I can you know, speak from the board here in Colorado. Um, you know, it seems to me that to a large extent, the board that we've had has been a very active board with a broad, broad exposure to the economy of Colorado. How do you see you forming the board in Colorado, in Arizona, excuse me? Well, we've already made great strides in that effort. We've already recruited some top-notch uh, local people in, in the state of Arizona that are, you know, some of them have been legislators for over 20 years. Some of them have been, you know, key leaders in the, the local scene. And then uh, we, have, we have new and exciting people that, that want to join the effort because they've seen what kind of success we've had in, um, in Colorado. Well, it seems to me, the board you're describing, they've seen a lot of uh, the growth and the changes that's occurred in Arizona. Uh, give us a sense of how you have seen the biggest changes. Well, some of your board members might have seen changes uh, over your lifetime in Arizona. And, you know, give me the positive and negative of it, if you would, please. Well, what you have to understand, Earl, is that I grew up in Arizona in the 60s. It was a sleepy Western state, heavily branded with the Goldwater name. I can even remember riding horses down Scottsdale Road. Since then, the population has exploded. It's not slowing down anytime soon. That has meant thousands of new high-quality jobs the economy is on fire here. More and more people and businesses are moving here to escape taxes from neighboring states. But there are also challenges that, that brings. Water and the scarcity of it. 
how to secure the state's water future. That's a topic CSI Arizona will be heavily focused on. A strong, reliable energy grid is key to the success and future of Arizona. Education, making sure we have the pipeline of talent to continue to fuel our economy. The border is clearly a challenge for the state. The rise in fentanyl and the cost that brings to the economy and to human suffering. These are all challenges, real challenges, but the good news, Arizona is well positioned. The state has an incredible higher education landscape between ASU, U of A, NAU, and the rise and growth of Grand Canyon University. Our hope is that CSI Arizona can help guide and shape good outcomes with reliable nonpartisan research and data that can take the politics and the emotion out of some of these debates and result ultimately in good policy. Daniel, I'm going to put you on the spot here. You've been, uh, you've worked with Governor Ducey as the chief of staff for seven years. So you've been in the trenches. Uh, you've also had experience in the National Republican Congressional Committee and experience in politics, PR, public affairs. But that's not really what I want to ask you about. Scott mentioned, you know, the positives. He mentioned the negatives. Tell me, Daniel, if you're right there, the trenches, what do you see in the next three to four years that things have to be resolved or they have to start being resolved if Arizona is to realize the potential that you would hope it to hope it to see in this decade? Well, Earl, appreciate it. A thank you to you and Scott and to the entire CSI Colorado board and organization. We cannot be more excited for a CSI to be coming into the state. And what Scott said really is true. The excitement among leaders here that we've been meeting with is off the charts um, and people can't wait for the CSI team to hit the ground running here in Arizona. In terms of the challenges that the state faces, and I think Scott really touched on a lot of the changes really well. I do think this whole issue of our economy, when you look at what's happening nationally with the economy, um, there are some strains. Arizona really has had an embarrassment of riches when you look at what's happening in the tech sector, semiconductors, startups. We've really become the new Silicon Valley in many ways. And it's a combination of really good public policy, a great business environment, a workforce pipeline, and a reputation for the state. And I think that the challenge for Arizona will be to keep that momentum going, to avoid um, some of the, the bad out-of-state policies that often are coming in from elsewhere, and making sure that public policy leaders are informed. We've got a really great education system in many ways. We've got, you know, some of the best high schools in the country, like Basis. We've got great universities, as Scott touched on. But I think that as we see our economy really evolve here, and we see some of these national trends like inflation, housing prices, you know, making sure that we continue to stay a, a a state that's attractive, that's a magnet, that's a draw, and, and keeping that momentum going. Talking about momentum, where could you misstep? What are the two or three things that you want to make certain that you avoid in the next two to three years or that you worry about? Just something that says, hey, we, we have got to make certain we 
don't have this happen to Arizona? Well, honestly, I think that it would in some ways be looking towards California and saying, how do we not do what they did? And when you see the declining population, the rise in um, homelessness and, and crime, and some of the other issues that are plaguing California, in many ways, you know, California should be the most successful state in the country. It's incredibly beautiful and it has so many great attributes. So the fact that, that people are leaving, I think, is an indication of, of how policy really does matter. So I think it's avoiding some of the, the policies that you've seen in California and other states where they've really put a strain on businesses, where people can't start small businesses, and where, frankly, everyday people are just struggling to, to get by because of higher taxes and less access to, to opportunity. So I think, you know, really being cognizant of of what kind of policies are moving forward and making sure people have the facts. That's why I, I think CSI really will be invaluable in the state of Arizona because there is so much emotion around our debates now, so much politics. And I think to the extent that policy leaders here can really, and, and frankly, voters and the electorate at large be informed in decision-making um, is just more important than ever. You know, you mentioned uh, the uh, economy. Um, you know, one of the things that uh, the Colorado CSI has been known for is this econometric modeling and the importance of free enterprise and assessing the impact of various public policy issues on free enterprise. How is that going to fit within uh, kind of the, the psyche of the Arizona populace? I think it will fit really well. I mean, the, the fact is, is the economy has been totally transformed here. I mean, really, when you look back at the Great Recession, leading up to the recession, our economy was growing, but it was entirely dependent on growth and construction. That's why Arizona was so hard hit during the recession. I mean, our economy just collapsed more so than almost any other state in the country. Today, we've got an incredibly diverse economy. We actually have more manufacturing jobs than construction jobs. And that is saying a lot. Um, and if you had told someone that 10 years ago, they would have said there's no way that's possible. A lot of this is advanced manufacturing, but there's also traditional manufacturing. And so we've got a much more diverse economy. And I think that when we're looking at some of these policies that are com coming forward, I think people really want to know how is this going to impact the long-term longevity of our state. And what really impressed me about the work that CSI has done is looking at public policy through that lens, uh, not just the short term, but the long term. And I think the modeling that you're talking about will really al allow us to have some discussions around how these things that are moving forward, whether it's from out-of-state special interests, whether there are ideas that are being debated here are going to be helpful or hurtful for everyday people. And I also think there's a real opportunity in Arizona because of the willingness you've seen and the eagerness of public policy leaders 
to want to put forward new ideas that are innovative. I mean, there's been a few things that have happened here that have been first in the country, like uh, universal recognition of occupational licenses. We were the first state to do it. Now, if you have a, a occupational license from Colorado or any other state, you can move to Arizona and you don't have to go through that process. So there's this willingness and openness towards good ideas. And so I think with CSI Arizona, there's a real avenue to drive public policy discussions in a positive way because of that hunger and appetite for really being first in the nation on a, on a lot of these ideas. Daniel Scott, sounds to me like you've got an exciting few years ahead of you. I must say I'm looking forward to seeing the, the reports and the uniqueness of the studies that uh, help uh, Arizona make even better public policy decisions than they have in the past. Uh, thanks a lot for taking the leadership, Scott, and making this happen. And Daniel, uh, your insights and being in the trench warfare there is going to be a huge advantage for us. So thank you so much. Uh, and I know our podcast uh, listeners are going to be saying, hey, can I find out more about what's going on in Arizona? And we're going to keep them posted. Thank you, Earl. Thanks a lot. We're looking forward to the progress of CSI Arizona. This will wrap part one of our CSI Arizona. And now we'll turn to the second part, which I hope you will join us in the next session of our podcast, where we talk about some of the more specifics associated with the various projects we anticipate we might be undertaking in Arizona. So thank you very much for joining us today. Thank you for listening to the Common Sense Digest. For more on today's topic, as well as our research on the most pressing public policy issues facing Arizona, please visit commonsenseinstituteac.org. The preceding episode, along with all others, is available on podcatchers everywhere or on our website under the podcast tab. Our technical producer is John Ekstrom and Deft Communications. This has been a production of the Common Sense Institute.